Welcome, our virtual water cooler friends, to the 27th episode of Into the Filmverse. What is Into the Filmverse, you ask? Well, that is a wonderful question. It's a movie fan podcast covering all types of film content, including movie news, new releases, and variety of past releases. It is hosted none other than my, by my lovely friend here, Bryce Payne, and me, Mitchell Chandler. Today, we are discussing breaking film news, various content we watched throughout the week, and Tom Hanks' film, Castaway. If you want to see our reviews for films we talk about today or get our thoughts on other films, be sure to join us on Letterboxd, the social network for film lovers. You can find me, Mitchell Chandler, at Mitch Reviews, and Mitch is spelled with a Y, so that's M-Y-T-C-H. You can find me, Bryce Payne, at Payne Reviews, P-A-Y-N-E Reviews. And if you hear Bryce snickering over there, that's because he's looking at a 1973 <laughs> Captain Indian Captain America. Turkish. Oh, Turkish Captain America. <laughs> where... so, look at this. This looks so bad. Oh my god! I know you guys can't see this picture, but Spider-Man's the villain of this. It's, you, if you get a chance, there look up 1973 Captain America. Uh, yeah, it's called Captain Three America. Dev Adam. Three Dev Adam. And it straight up has Captain America, Santo from Mexico, and fucking Spider-Man. The oh Spider-Man's wearing a green pants and just a red suit with like a red mask with holes cut out, and then just a fucking spider put on it. It's it's whole bunches of whack. It looks whole layers so of bad, whack. but I'm totally buying it. <laughs> Before we dive into our weekly movie watches, we're going to go off the top with some recent movie news. And as we like to do on our show here, uh, we're going to cover the newest Marvel Disney Plus show, and uh, that would be Falcon and Winter Soldier Episode 4. So if you haven't seen um, the show, we're going to give ourselves about five minutes here, roughly. Um, I don't, I'm not saying I have a timer. I'm buying a movie. No, that's okay. said roughly. That's you're good. Um, so about, in about five minutes, you just skip ahead for about five minutes if you don't want uh, any spoilers. Fuck John Walker. I hate this party city motherfucker. I'll just say that right now. Um, you know what? He's he's a piece, piece, a piece of crap. I understand his his, his boy died. Battlestar died. It's fucked what up. What a shame. Man, he was such an important, developed character. Well, I knew so much about him. I am so upset. Yeah, I mean, I didn't feel like that bad when he died. But still, uh, but him him unhinging like that and, and blooding Captain America's shield. No, dude, him. that's fucked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He like, nope, nope. he jumped out that fucking window, ran after the dude, and then beat him to death in front of everybody with a shield. And he and he stood up and was he proud of He got up and shit. put the fucking shield back on. I was, he was like, proud of it. I was like, bruh. Homelander, bruh. anybody? Homelander? I think that's how, it, yeah, that, I got so much Homelander vibes off that. Dude's straight fucked. <laughs> I can't wait to see if, like, the next episode has the government being like, you can't fucking do that. <laughs> he's Sorry, he's not Captain America. He's actually the U.S. agent because we, we're going to fire them, dude. <laughs> nah, um, yeah, well, we already know it's, go- it's going down next episode. Uh, that's the main highlight from today's episode. Uh, obvi- okay, well, besides besides him blooding the Captain America shield at the end. Bro, this dude, okay, well, obviously he took the soldier serum, which is, you know, I mean, kind of expected. You ever see those videos about people trying to, be like, do you think he had a minute where he took the vial out and then was like, do, do I drink it? No. Do, he... do, do I inject it? What, how the well, fuck? There's no needle. Good <laughs> oh, point. He's like, how do I do this? Jordan Milaje whooped that dude's ass, and I love it. Dude, that. that scene was fucking dope. It was. Okay, now I did see someone be like, can you imagine if Chadwick Boseman's Black Panther was in that scene instead? Like, he just rolled up in there, and he was like, he was like, the shield doesn't belong to you. Nah, bro. He would just, like, blink it, and then John Walker would be done. Like, it... Dora Milaje, like, are, are badass, but then you have the Black Panther, who's just like, I, I want to think, goodbye. I want to think that they were planning to have Chadwick Boseman for that scene, and then, like, you know, died. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. 
I mean, you never know. I mean, they, they could have always had uh, the Dormelage regardless. It could have, you know, you never know. I still like Bucky's face when they took his arm off because he was just like, oh, what the fuck? He's like, <laughs> Marm, you don't, Marm does that? What the hell? Yeah, he took his arm off. That was pretty funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Zemo dipped. <laughs> yeah, Zemo dipped, which mm-hmm. was kind of expected as well. You know, this this episode was very expected, but it was still so much fun. Yeah, I, enjoy, I enjoyed it. I mean, I wouldn't say I would put it up there with like, the best one of the season. I still think I liked episode two better, but I probably would. Put I, it's this... like this whole show. I don't I, like. I forget how short the series is going right. to be. So I'm like, oh yeah, it's going to get better. It's going to keep. And then it's like there's two episodes left. I'm like, well, what the fuck are they going to do in two hours? Honestly, this. But then like I think two hours is like a movie. It is exactly. It's like, yeah, you exactly get a whole whole movie's worth of stuff out of this. So maybe it'd be fun, interesting to see. So I have two minutes to talk. Um, <clears throat> how? Uh, you seen people like real to like be like Carly's not the villain. Do you know why Carly's not the villain? I don't think she really is. But do, do you know why people know she's not? She has an iPhone. Oh my god! Now, no. I should you not? Apple has a thing where they do not let villains use iPhones in movies or TV shows. Oh yeah, you're right. If they ever have an iPhone, they are not a bad guy. Yeah, I remember, I remember <laughs> that being a thing. No, it's not even that. It's not even just that, but it's also, uh, well, that's true. But uh, my whole point is. That she's been getting texts from the dude that like he she stole stuff from. Oh, oh, fuck! What was it? The power broker? No, fuck the power broker. I don't know. I don't give a shit about him. I was trying to. Say, I was thinking of someone else. I was gonna say, and then I totally like blanked it. Oh, oh, Sam, Sam talking to Carly. Yeah, that was a great dude. Scene. Fucking deserves to be Captain America. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, he's, he's such a great. He's idea. like, I don't, I agree with your fight, but I don't agree with how you're handling it. And I was like, that's something. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's how you do it. That's how you de-escalate shit. And then John Walker's like. What's up, motherfucker? I'm in the house. I'm here to fuck shit up. Ho, you know, ho, ho. It was interesting to me to see why. Okay, because the scene before that was was uh, Fal- or Bucky saying, you're not going in there. And then, you know, and then he just lets him in. And I'm like, the next scene. And I'm like, what the fuck? Bucky could have laid him out if he wanted to. Yeah, I know. Exactly. So I'm not confused. And then, I, I don't know. Yeah, the whole, I'm like starting to like Zima more and more as the series goes on, which is cool. I know I've come to realize that like in Civil War he was a very one note character. He where was. He was like, I am just a typical bad guy, and now he's like, Yeah, you know, would you take the serum? You didn't hesitate. Nice. I like you should that. have had it. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun this episode. Really, this episode was just like a precursor to how explosive the next two episodes are. Yeah, I'm so hyped, especially for episode five, because every single person that's worked on the show says episode five is the one they're most excited for people to see. Exactly. So I'm super excited for it. Only a few more days here. I mean, I mean, I guess for a few more days for you guys for the finale. So uh, we'll hopefully get that, and, and it'd be a lot of fun! <laughs> Alright. So, that was all for the spoiler discussion of Falcon and Warner Soldier episode four. Now we move on to some of our other movie news. What have we got for us today? Um, the Hitman, Hitman Wife Bodyguard trailer came out. That's I haven't like, seen the trailer yet. but The, the follow-up follow to Hitman's Bodyguard. Um, looks like a ton of fun. Just a bunch of explosions and action and Ryan Reynolds and Sam Jackson together. Pretty much the exact same. Yeah, that, that, that's one. pretty much what I want. So, so uh, lo- a lot of fun. <laughs> you know how many I'm times? surprised you haven't seen the trailer yet because you sent it to me. I, I totally forgot to watch it. I thought you were saying. Uh, like, I was at work work. when my dad sent me, sent me to it. I sent it to me because he really likes the Hitman's Bodyguard, and I was like, "Oh, I'll watch it later." And then I just sent it to you because it came in. I was like, "Here you go, Mitchell." Like, you, like here, and then I just never watched it. Oh my god! I totally was like, "I'm gonna watch it when I get home," and I, I did not. I watched Trial of Chicago Seven. Sweet. Well, yeah, I mean, well, that that's coming out. Hitman's Bodyguard soon. 
Um, another trailer that came out, which uh, is Army of the Dead, the, for that's uh, Zack Snyder's new Netflix film. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh, Mitchell, we gotta watch this. He's like, I already seen it. I was like, and then you didn't even watch the, it. Why, yeah, I was like, why the fuck do I even try? I don't even care. <laughs> I give so, up. So you send me a tra- anyway. So yeah, so that came out. It also looks fun. I, I watched about three fourths of it, and then I was like, well, I'm already in, so uh, I'll watch that. Um, next up, we also have ArcLight and Slash Pacific Theaters. They officially shut down, closed the doors. Never quit. heard of them. Um, they must be shit. Oh my God. No, I, I heard they're, I mean, <laughs> uh, they're more of a smaller independent theaters, but, um, they, they're like more of a small chain, not like a Cinemark or AMC who, I mean, they lasted a year or so into the, into the, into the, into the pandemic. Right. Exactly. I couldn't say pandemic without saying pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, great. Uh, so those shut down. Um, so then, other film, other film news. Snake Eyes gets moved up three months from October to July. So if you like GI Joe, have you ever seen GI Joe, Mitchell? I have. That's a surprise. I I have not. It came out recently. It came out in theaters within the past probably what ten years. And That's how you judge what you've seen in theaters. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> Uh, well, no, actually, you know what? Oh, actually, no, I, I remember, I remember it being like a red box film that I think we picked up from from me and my family when we Dude, were. I remember kids. being a kid and like that, like the trailer for GI Joe coming out, and me being like, I don't like that. Uh, anyways, I thought I, I mean, I liked those. I mean, I can't remember a whole lot. I haven't seen them recently, but I, I do remember like them. And Snake Eyes is cool, so um, I just excited to see movies actually moving forward instead of moving back, and that's fun to see. Well, not much movie news besides that. Um, it's been a little semi-stable week. Um, so with that down, we venture on to some of our weekly movie watches. Uh, we Since we, every Monday, um, I occasionally come over to watch all the Oscar Best Picture winners. Yeah, we're, uh, I think I did the math, we're over 60% through it now. Wow, that's awesome. Um, we are, we watched Slumdog Millionaire from 2009 Oscars, came out in 2008. Uh, basically follows a dude who's a billionaire, or becomes a billionaire on, not a billionaire, on a millionaire on how to win a millionaire in India, and I didn't like it. He, uh, yeah, no, I didn't like it either. Basically, the the government doesn't trust him. Uh, it's the the basic plot to this is interesting, but then or the basic plot, you know, of of him, the, the government not believing him that he's he could know all these answers because he's a slum dog, which basically means that he's poor and shouldn't know anything. Uh. Is interesting. However, the rest of the story about how he actually knows the answers to the questions is semi like not that cool. Um, and then just the cinematography of this film is horrible. They, they like cranked up the ISO in the background and just decided that was a good decision. Um, yeah, I didn't. I wasn't. I mean, I didn't hate it. I wasn't like I wasn't like standing there in the movie going like, oh god, this is fucking trash. But for a lot of it, I was like, quit going back. Just go, like, go back once in a while, but don't keep going. I would have rather, like, straight up, straight up, I would have rather just seen him play one uh, who wants to be a millionaire with the flashbacks in that instead of showing the police beating him. Yeah, I just watched the film and I was like, why do I need to watch this? What What am I getting out of this? And I didn't feel anything out of it. I just did you just... did you did you look up what else was nominated this year, right? Uh, nothing that I really knew or was familiar. Oh God, maybe maybe I'll be familiar with it. In other news, while I'm looking that up, I'm just gonna say, um, Mitchell, I know you don't care about the Oscars this year. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just, you know, conversation while I look shit up. <laughs> uh, you know the Kimball's Theater in town, downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are showing Oscar shorts tomorrow night. Oh, cool! 
and uh, at, at four o'clock, and I'm totally thinking about going to uh, going to see that. Yeah, that's not. I mean, that's cool. I mean, I mean, regardless of well, I guess what I feel about the Oscars. I mean, they still are technically nominated, so I mean, they have to be of some quality. I just like it's like eighty minutes, so an hour and twenty minutes, and you get to see every short this short that was nominated. No, I mean it's definitely. I'm like, it's definitely I'm like, like fuck. I might actually do do that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, if you care about the Oscars this year, it's definitely something to be looking at. I mean, I'm sure I would go if it was normal year. I mean, if I if I didn't have to, if I wasn't seeing Wolfwalkers tomorrow, <laughs> I totally would be uh, going to see the uh, live shorts too. But unfortunately, no. Wow, they nominated some shit movies this year. In 2009, 2008, Slumdog well, Millionaire. It was the 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 awards were in 2009. Right, so it was 2009 but um, Slumdog Millionaire. The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, which I've heard that's pretty decent. Sure. Frost slash Nixon, which I own and haven't seen yet. Milk, which I own but haven't seen yet. And The Reader, which I have no fucking clue what that's about. It's about a film that you read with. Right, and out of these five titles, wonder how many of them are in the Criterion Collection? Quantas. One. Makes sense. You know what that one movie is? What's that one movie? Curious Cage of Benjamin Bunn because it was oh, directed right, right. by David Fincher. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, you know, I've heard that's a good film too. I mean, film too. I, I my sister read that when she was a kid. The book. Oh shit! In two three weeks, we're watching No Country for Old Men. I was gonna put that on my list of movies I want to make you watch. Oh cool! And now I don't have to because it's actually one best picture. So ha-ha. I guess I have to show up that week. I don't know. If not, it's I. We'll just watch the old one. <laughs> Um, sweet. Yeah, anyway, I got, look, I did good. I got to talk through the whole, like, searching up the progress. High five. <laughs> um, so, Slumdog Millionaire, not, not the great, greatest, but what, uh, what else did you, uh, see, did you see anything else this week that you would like to talk about? Oh, God. Well, as I mentioned earlier, I watched Trial of Chicago 7. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mitchell and I have already talked about this on the show. It's, like, last year <laughs> sometime. Yes, it, oh my, I guess it has been a minute. I think I think it's, I think it was last year. If we talked about it on the show, I don't actually remember if we did or we if did. we just mentioned it. No, it was it was definitely a major title thing we had. But uh, I watched it because my wife hasn't seen it, hadn't seen it yet, and we watched it, and she really enjoyed it, and I still think it holds up as a pretty fucking solid film. Definitely a good flick. Definitely not my pool for best picture because it just doesn't. The second time watching it, it didn't have the like allure. The yeah, I wasn't like pulled into the story as much. I was like. <laughs> it was one of those ones just kind of one. I know, I know what happened, so I'm like, whatever. Right, exactly. Um, I watched Shoah. Oh yeah, the, the what the, was that the <laughs> nine and a half hour film? Yeah, the ten hour long documentary about the Holocaust. Impressive. I'm not. Even... You know what? I watched this one over, guys. Snyder cut. <laughs> oh yeah, I kept giving him crap because <laughs> the, the day before I was like. Nah, man, I can't watch the Snyder Cut. It's too long. It's a four hours. And then the next day, I was like, I'm going to watch this 10-hour long documentary on the Holocaust. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, that sounds like that sounds like a Bryce move right there. That's a Bryce Power move. Uh, I watched a movie with Willem Dafoe in it. Oh, you saw his little wee-wee? Apparently, his, his uh, beep is so big that they, uh, they had to use a double because it was so big. Oh, my God. So that's when I looked up his his uh you know, wee wee. There's his a video of him song. dancing naked, and like, goddamn, it's a swinger. I don't. It's so awkward to talk about because I know people are gonna listen to this, but like, you know, what you can't talk about <laughs> William Defoe's dick. I mean, he has a dick, and it's probably pretty big. It's not probably. Apparently, it's fucking like 
massive because apparently they always use doubles and shit because it's just too big. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. His dick's too big so he can't use it. Wow. Yeah. If you ever feel bad about yourself, just know that Willem Dafoe can never be in porn. <laughs> because it's too big. But let, let me just let me just talk about this movie for for a second. Um, my wife and I watched this movie called Antichrist. It came out in two thousand nine. Has Willem oh, Dafoe yeah. in it. Um, th- this is there is so much sex in this movie. But donk donk. Like the first scene is a, a hardcore sex scene, and like I was looked at her because I, I here's here's how we got to this fucking movie. I came home. I was like. You want to watch a movie? She's like, yeah. And I was like, right, you want, what do you want to watch? You want to watch a horror movie? She's like, yeah, that sounds cool. And I was like, all right, let me go to the Criterion Collection. I'll sit down and I'll, I'll lay out some titles for you. It's like, we can watch Antichrist or... And she's like, that one. <laughs> I was like, you don't you don't want to hear the other options? She's like, no, yeah, we'll watch, watch that one. We'll watch that one. And I was like, all right, fuck. All right, let's go. <laughs> you guys going to turn out pretty well then? No. I mean, I gave it four stars because what it went what, what it went for, it did. Like... <laughs> Is it something I would ever want to watch again or want to make someone watch? No. <laughs> no. No, no, no. There is there is some graphic. If you, Okay, I'm just going to say this right now. Skip like two minutes if you don't want any like graphic stuff because like I, I can't. I gotta. I gotta. <laughs> Starting now. Okay, the movie, straight up, she throws a wooden block on the guy's dick. Bow! And then jacks him off and he squirts blood. What? Takes Ow. a hand drill, drills his leg. Puts a <laughs> thanks for the sound effects you're really adding to. <laughs> she puts a wheel on his leg, and then like, like she spends the most of the movie trying to rape him and succeeding. Coming aboard on my little legs, and then she cuts her clit off. Yeah, she cuts a little dingling on the vagina. saw. it's fucked up. I did, I hated this movie. I mean, I I it went. It did what it wanted to do. I'll give it that. What it went for, it did. But would I want to watch it? No. Would you? Would I want to make you like you watch it? No. I wouldn't put someone through that. That no. <laughs> that's understandable. I mean, it definitely sounds like an experience. Salo, I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Everyone knows that's gross. But this movie, I was like, it can't be that bad. No, it's bad. It's 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 bad. <sighs> okay. Damn. <laughs> well, that was crazy. And then I watched a movie today called Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, you said it was also a drug trip. Trippy. And uh, Johnny Depp's in it, and Bendico del Toro. Oh, and uh, Spider-Man. Right? Oh, yeah, Tobey Maguire. I was, I was like, Bendico del Toro's not no, Spider-Man. No, Tobey Maguire's in it. My and boy to- Spidey. Tobey Maguire has a cameo. Um, Christina Ricci, who played uh, Wednesday Adams, has a cameo in it. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, the whole movie is just Johnny Depp on, like, acting like he's on drugs and being fucking weird. Wow. I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, to, I mean, was it, it was a fun film, though. I mean, it was just a trippy film, man. Like, there was like a scene where he wakes up from this drug-induced coma, and like has a fucking microphone taped to his mouth. Is wearing a dinosaur tail. What is this? Like, wa- like wakes up and like walks around the apartment. And he's like talking to himself. He's like, "It's so fucking weird right here, man." And like looks over and there's like chicken legs in the toilet. Oh, this is just what the. F- this is like party version <laughs> of Saw. What the hell? It's so fucked up. It's great. There's like a, there's like um he leaves one hotel drives gets pulled over by a cop the cop's like you got to take a nap and he's like i can't i've been up for four days if i take a nap now i'm gonna be out for 20 days oh or 20 God. hours That's <laughs> and then he drives to the plane gets the phone gets in the phone booth and like calls his like lawyer he's like hey man i gotta get the fuck out of here i'm on my way he's like did you get my telegram he's like what telegram he's like you gotta go back to the, the back to this hotel there's a police conference you gotta go like cover it and he's like god damn it 
No, yeah, I'm saying poolside. Yeah, yeah, I'm just fucking with you. But don't come here. They don't like foreigners. And then hangs up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then drives back, and the the guy's already there. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds funny. I like that. It it was a strange film, man. But like, I had fun with it. Like, it's um, it's made by Ter- Terry Gilliam. I know, I know that doesn't like ring a bell with you. It will with one thing he's made: Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I love Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> He also made Brazil, Time Bandits. I mean, he's made a lot of weird shit. So, like, that was one of my main things when I saw, like, this was the next step of my Criterion watch. I was like, oh, I'm so fucking excited because Terry Gilliam. See, now you made it relatable for me, and I understand. I was like, all right, I see it. I see it. He made Monty Python. All right, I'll give you a He makes weird shit, man. (laughs) Makes sense. I think uh, he made this movie called 12 Monkeys with Bruce Willis, and I'm totally going to order it next check. That sounds horrible. I, time traveler goes back in time and it's Bruce Willis so I don't know <laughs> well you said 12 monkeys so I just immediately thought of that monkey thing and then or what what did Paul do or what did George do? I don't know and then I just had a Bruce Willis in time travel that just sounds like Looper but worse Terry Gilliam he directed or let me see he directed My Python Holy Grail Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas Brazil 12 monkeys The Fisher King which has um, Robin Williams in it uh yeah, he's made he's made some weird shit, bro. <laughs> I, I would I would expect none less from the person that directed Monty Python and the Holy Grail. So he also made Monty Python: The Meaning of Life, which I haven't seen yet. But I haven't seen any other Monty Python besides that one. Because it's Life the of, best, probably. Life of Brian's pretty okay, but he didn't direct that, so I just you know, yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. He 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 acted in it because he is one of the members of Monty Python. Oh wow, <laughs> that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. And he wrote Life of Brian, but he didn't direct it. Okay, so he's very much a, in sport. Uh, he's part of that the whole thing. Yeah, he he a weird man. <laughs> he's a weird dude. Weird dude. <laughs> um, sweet. Well, with that, he like he he, he likes um, midgets. I'm sure every single movie I've seen of him has midgets in it. Mm, interesting. Like uh, Warwick Davis, who was in a lot of Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he's in a lot of Terry Gilliam shit. Like wow. he was in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. That's wow. That's pretty interesting. <laughs> wow. Well, that's cool. <laughs> Um, sweet. Well, with that down, guys, we're going to move on to our film versus feature. Uh, each week, we pick a movie that we want the other person to see, and... Last week, I forgot to say anything. Right, yeah, we forgot to say... Bryce forgot to say anything, or at least I forgot to direct him to do oh, so. Oh, no, my Warwick Davis was in it. It was another midget. Oh, it was another... <laughs> little person. Um, but yeah, so... Oh, a little bit. I'm sorry. I was just... I appreciate... Yeah, I appreciate... I'm sorry! That's what they call him in, mo- in the movie, and that's what I was thinking about. Um, but I know you saw humbly change your pick from a 1973 animated French film to a more well-known film in Castaway. Cause Neither of us had seen it. Yeah, uh, Castaway. I mean, obviously, no explanation needed. Um, Should have like punched Hanks. me when I said midget, but like you can't fucking say that. <laughs> I did, but I was just like, you know what? Just gonna let you drown there. <laughs> I'll tell you was, afterwards. You I was up. totally just like in the mood of the movie. Like, yeah, Johnny Depp looked at me and was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Castaway, pretty good film. Good, a good, solid flick. I mean, of course, it is. It's Tom Hanks. Pretty much everything he done is it uh, uh, does is pretty good. So, uh, you know, once you get past the fact he's Woody, but yeah, it really takes every t- every time I turn on a Tom Hanks film, it I swear all I hear is Woody for like the first five minutes, and then once I see his face moving and talking and not see Woody, I'm like, okay, I get it. But I swear the first like five, and the same thing with Tim Allen actually. Whenever I would see him on screen, I just I just hear I just hear buzz. That's fair, Mitchell. Uh. What did you think of of uh, Castaway, the movie that is so highly regarded? No, I, I mean, I thought it was actually really decent. Um, I mean, it's exactly what I expected it to be for the most part. Like, the beginning was a little bit longer than I had expected. Um, the ending was also a little drawn out. But other than that, I mean, everything just 
I mean, it clicked. I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it is what you probably have ever talked about for the past however many years that it's been out. Um, just a dude stranded on an island with a volleyball. Honestly, my, <clears throat> sorry. The stuff where he was on the island, really solid. Even the time jump, I was like, all right, a little bit weird, but, I, you know, solid. You know, you gotta show time passing. You can't just, you know, okay, cool. It was 80s, right? This came out? In uh, 2000. It came out in 2000? But the uh, the movie that. starts in 1995, so the five year jump ends in 2000. Yeah, I mean, I, I, re- I get, I get that, and it, it makes a lot of sense as far as just like how the film was made and and the extended periods before and after. It very, it very felt much like a 2000, like you know, just like 19, 1980s, like 2000 and early 2000s. They kind of had all the same texture of type of type of feel of a film. Yeah, I mean, my my big gripes with it is the beginning, like first 30 40 minutes mm-hmm. jesus fucking christ they drag you're like you're like watching this guy and like every single time he gets on a plane you're like is this the plane is this where he crashes because you know he crashes like everyone everyone knows it crashes but then like it just takes so long to get there yeah and then does. they throw these little like things like a uh, best sailing awards in his house and i'm like how dare you? But you're just like you're setting up all this shit to like be like, oh, but remember he can sail really well. He can do it. Oh, he really likes time. Yeah, ha ha. He can keep track of time because he, he likes time. Yeah, he keeps looking at it. Like fuck. Uh, yeah, but overall, the, solid the, film. The final, the final forty minutes, like seriously, like an hour and twenty minutes of this film has nothing to do with the island. No, and I don't necessarily think it had to. It just, it just those two pe- the piece at the beginning, the piece at the end. It just they drag. Felt, they fell out of place. It, it uh, yeah. I mean, I would say it doesn't feel a little out of place. I just feel like it feels just a little too long, more than anything. Like, yeah, because like they, they could definitely shave those down, and it would be a better, tighter film. Yeah, you could, you could easily take forty minutes out of this film, and it still would have been fine. The island part felt very, you know, tight, and it didn't drag on anything. In there. Like you, you were very interested in how he survived and what it was going on, and even when he started losing his mind, like you're like, all right. He like kicks Wilson. He's like, "No, Wilson, where are you?" And like Mitchell's over there laughing and like being like, "Wilson." <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's just the whole. Th- I mean, that's what everybody says: just Wilson. And that's the whole point, which makes sense. I mean, that's what that's what Castaway is: just Wilson. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I what... cried a little bit at the end when he she she ran back in the rain, called after him, and kissed him. It was cute. I like that. <laughs> you're you're like if she wasn't if she didn't have a kid, she would totally leave him. <laughs> and I was like, you know, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and speaking of of romance, um. I have to ask, have you ever seen this film? I can't buy me love. I have not. Okay. So I was going to, so I'm going to announce my film, film's favorite now, which is that, but I was about to choose uh, straight out of Compton. Cause I do really do want you to see that because you know, we, we keep, we keep pestering you about it and, and you don't want to see it, but at least you don't want to see it just by yourself. And I do want to have you watch that. However, I just thought about romance films and that's one of my favorite romance films is can't buy me love. Is this uh, Tom Hanks in it? Because I'm pretty sure that was Tom Hanks. Mm, Who the nope, fuck was that? Uh, Patrick Dempsey, the guy that uh, plays uh, McDreamy in Grey's Anatomy. I haven't seen Grey's Anatomy. You'll see. You'll know his face <laughs> when you. I mean, at least at least as a an adult. I've probably seen him in something. I just like you know. Actually, let me just look. Patrick Dempsey. It's this dude. Patrick Dempsey he is 55 years old. <laughs> he is, but not in that. It was the movie came out in like 1980. 1987. Well, yeah, 1980s. Um. Oh, he was in Dark of the Moon. <laughs> Is it, you mean Transformers? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Let's see. He was in Scream Three, so I definitely saw him in that. Whenever I watched that, 
Brother Bear 2. Alright, that's Lots weird. Lots of animated film, but... That's still kind of weird. I Transformers Dark of the Moon. Uh, yeah, that, he hasn't been very much, I would know. But Can't Buy Me Love. I mean, I'm just not reading the reviews. I don't have to explain it, but that's not work. Okay, so new, nerdy high schooler Ronald Miller rescues cheerleader Cindy Mancini, whatever, Cindy, from parental punishment after she accidentally destroys her mother's designer clothes. Ronald agrees to pay the $1,000 outfit on one condition, that she will act as though they were a couple for an entire month. Pretty much the entire, that's the that's the entire plot of the film. Not bad. I, it's, I like have a, it's, it's very simple, but it's, it's a lot of fun. I have a question. Sure. Do you want to see who hates Castaway? Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> I had my first kiss during this, and it was horrendous. Like this movie, white people love the volleyball thing he imprints on. Specifically white people, apparently. <laughs> I mean, it's Wilson. I mean, you know, I don't know what to tell you. One person said, wish this movie had been cast away before I suffered through watching it. <laughs> it ain't even that bad. It's just a film, you know? This is this is the best one. This, I don't know if it's the best one, but it's long as shit. It says, rating it a half star because for some reason HBO reruns this movie every two days. I've heard it playing in the background every fucking time while I'm doing shit. At this point, I know more scenes and dialogue from this movie than I do from my favorite movies. If I have to hear this godforsaken soundtrack one more time or Tom Hank fucking Wilson, I'm sorry. Shit, one more time, I'll fucking drive to the offices of whoever the fuck they schedule hanging out this movie. Find the people doing this and twist their spines like a wet towel. Maybe you should just turn yeah, off just HBO. Yeah, just the channel. <laughs> yeah, just change the channel. That's your issue, bro. <laughs> Come on, get over yourself. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, I guess actually speaking of Castaway, one of the things that I had mentioned uh, to Bryce is that it really is just a Green Arrow origin story. <laughs> um, Oliver, he's basically just Oliver Queen. And the second thing on top of that was that the oh wait, no, there's a, there's a part of the ending. Oh well, I'll think of it later. But yeah, basically, basically just Green Arrow origin stories. What this is. This one guy. Oh, and then that they never revealed the package. Yeah, fuck them for not revealing what's in that package. This 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 one thing is four four words. It says very boring, no talking. But there's a talking like a lot of the film, like half more than half the film is talking. <laughs> I feel like, anyways. Well, everyone, thank you for joining us as we talk a slew of movie news, castaway, and various pieces of content we watched throughout the week. <laughs> You also remember that new episodes come out every Tuesday, so be sure to follow us and turn on notifications to get updates every time we post. If you want to keep up with our activities outside the airwaves, you can stalk us on Instagram at Into the Filmverse Podcast. Bryce, where can people follow you and your wonderful adventures? You can find me on Letterboxd at Pain Reviews, P A Y N E Reviews. That's where I post all my movie reviews. Sometimes, sometimes there's movies I just don't want to review, so I'm like, stars. <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram at Pain Loves Cinema, and you can find me on Twitter at Swing Boogie Films. And you can stay connected with me, Mitchell Chandler, by simply following me on Facebook and Instagram at Author Mitchell Chandler, on Twitter at Mitchell Chandler, and on Letterboxd at Mitch Reviews. And that's all for this week, our fellow cinephiles. And until next time, Excelsior! Excelsior!